is now time for a very cell shaded smoke edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service. Tell you which games to pass to your friends, which games to throw it into fifth gear and just drive on by. I am Corey. I'm joined by underground racer extraordinaire driving a, let's see, what would you drive? I think you would drive a Mitsubishi Evo. What? What? No, no, a Lancer. You drive a Lancer. Mitsubishi was my first car, actually. Nailed it. Fun fact. Nailed it. I mean, I didn't buy it. It was given to me, but Jesus Christ, what's that peak? I apologize. Okay, look, Discord sucks when it comes to UI. Okay, can we all just agree? I don't know why it still looks like this. I I really, like, it, like, when I first used Discord, I'm like, yeah, this, this is a cool tool, and... I get why it looks this way because it's very made by a very small group of people and it does a very s- small group of things. But now it's a very powerful tool and they have not changed its UI at all. And, and, and it's, it's, it's stressful. And they have the nerve to charge you for it. I'm sorry, Huna? The Discord Pro Ultra Nitro thing. Look, there's only one Nitro and it was from WCW. Okay. That's all I got to say. We are here to talk about Need for Speed Unbound. It is 2023, and a Need for Speed game has been coming out pretty regularly for a while. I guess, actually, Unbound was the first one in quite some time, um, but those games came out for a while. I, look, am I alone in that Need for Speed? Like, I used to legitimately look forward to these games every year. Like, was I just... Yeah, it, absolutely was, did. was I just dumb, or... Uh, well, we... we Yes, because we were children, so racing games, vroom, vroom, go fast. I mean, that that's really all you needed to do for a while. But then racing games got really uh, really cool after a while. They started doing a lot of cool and crazy, weird things. And my favorite series was always Burnout, I think. Uh, or it became to be Burnout because the crashes and whatnot. But uh, Need for Speed was one of the early just this is one of the greatest games i've ever played titles like th- that original underground i remember was was a big deal like it was it was simple to get into everybody could play it and then underground 2 did the open world thing which i remember a lot of people liked a lot more i remember liking the original one more and then i think it was it was at midnight club 3 dub edition didn't it have like some dumb name like that <laughs> and that game was dope. Like there was like there was like a string there of just like these games are actually like really good. And then I, Project Gotham Racing. Yeah, I think when it first came the, out, I was a big fan of the that. one on three sixty. Like the I don't know if it was a launch yeah. game, but it was pretty. I think it was, it was a launch title. It was either three or four, PGR three or four. Like, and then this I don't know what happened. Like I feel like they all died for a while, and then um, most wanted the original most wanted was Razor Callahan. Like I played the three sixty version of most that. wanted was my stuff. Like. I think that's what I think that's where my my issue with racing games has, uh, has gotten is they no longer have the and we'll get into it obviously with, with uh, Unbound, but they stopped caring about the fun aspects in gameplay, but kept the fun aspects in looks and aesthetics, and it just you were doing the same thing in most of these games, but they just look different. Yeah, I think part of it, too, is, like, after that Most Wanted game, like, I think they were still popular because they did, like, you know, um, what was it called? Shift? Need for Speed Shift, I think it was called. And then they did... That sounds accurate. Yeah, then they did, like, a sequel to that one was, like, Shift 2. And then 
it was like when they hit that HD era, like the game started looking really good. But like you said, it's like then they just didn't know what to do on the gameplay front. And I think I think we're still in that. Like I think we're legitimately still stuck in that from like Shift 1, Shift 2 era of racing games. And like the only game that's been able to sort of bring it back is Horizon. Like that's only like the arcade style, but that's not even really arcade style. Um, but yeah, so here's the details on Need for Speed Unbound. Start at the bottom, race to the top. The world is your canvas in Need for Speed Unbound. Prove you have what it takes to win the grand that's oh, it's just called the Grand Lakeshore's ultimate street racing challenge. <laughs> Across four intense weeks of racing, earn enough cash to enter weekly qualifiers, beat the competition, and make your mark on the street racing scene while outdriving and outsmarting the cops. Pack your garage right, with so, precision so, custom uh, rides and light up the streets with your unique style, exclusive fits, and vibrant global soundtrack led by ASAP Rocky and AWGE that bumps in wow, every really, corner of re- the world. You really just showed your whiteness. You really just showed your whiteness there. <laughs> Express your ASAP Rocky. Like, that's ridiculous. Is it, is it ASAP Rocky? It's, it's definitely ASAP okay. Rocky, sir. And he, that's also a dollar sign for that. <laughs> Express yourselves at the fullest with the freshest new art styles and signature tags that represent what you're all about. With separate single and multiplayer campaigns, the latest addition in the Need for Speed franchise from Criterion Games, TM, delivers hours of electric adrenaline pumping action need for speed unbound we already started talking right, about it but. I, I, I know I, I actually screw this episode I just, I just want you to just read from a list of the top rappers right now just 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 their names and just see how far you can get what what for you when actually right while i uh go over the details of this game i'm going to google top rappers uh it's available on pc xbox series x and s um i couldn't get it i think it's available on xbox one and and series or uh, one x but i couldn't really get a great xbox is that thing where it's like this will play but it doesn't tell you any of the details uh it does have xbox series x and s support you're going to get 4k 60 on xbox series x and it looks like 1080p 60 uh on the series s uh pc i cannot I, I don't know how it plays there. I didn't play it there because it's not one of those games where you're safe transfers and there was no way I was going to restart my game. Um, I couldn't even get a If there was cross-play, I don't... I think we discovered that there was because I think you got stuck. No, that was the other game. So not, in, not entirely sure on this one. Didn't do our homework, but does it really matter? <laughs> <laughs> of course it matters. This is, this, is, this is need for speed. So do I want the top 50 rappers of all time? What do I want? probably now like who's hot right now this is of this is let's let's do top i I, first of all i put top tappers (laughs) who who are the top tappers let's get into it so yeah all these are easy like andre 3000 what that is not even juicy j let's see kendrick lamar this is is from this is from 2000 and i typed in 2023 uh lil uzi vert Little baby future. Oh, you got him right. Yeah, there you go. Pop yeah, smoke, you go. Right. polo G, young boy never broke again. Pop smoke has been dead for a long time. So okay, this is not accurate. Little Dirk, ASAP Rocky, <laughs> Playboy Cardi, Kodak Black, Roddy Rich, Baby Keem, Post Malone, Jack Harlow, Rod Wave, Jack Harlow. I'm like, really. I'm just, I'm just going on. No, I, I believe it. Let's see here. And yeah, none of these. Apparently Eminem is still pop like popping. Right, exactly. This is how this is how I know this this list is is, is uh strange. It, let's th- say. This is this is mainstream BS at its at its core, huh? 
they right. don't they don't I think they so. don't they don't understand the underground like we do for Need for Speed Unbound. I, I, well, beautiful segue by the way. But before that, I can't say it's, it's underground because RJ three thousand like that's that's the guy from Outcast. So like I, I really I really highly doubt he's hot right now. But uh, we we like you said we we got into it. Uh, my first initial response to Need for Speed is was to uninstall it. <laughs> Yeah, it it really was. I, I I logged in and booted this thing up and instantly it was like every other racing game where let's do some cool cell shading aspects here. Let's do some weird colorful effects there. Let's make everything flashy and whatnot only to get into the racing and you just hold R to go. Sometimes Nitro. That, and that and that's essentially it. Well, yeah, the, the gameplay I, loop has been the same for these games, like ever since they like they rebooted the franchise, if you remember, and they just called it Need for Speed, and they did like these these first person, um, you know, story to where like it, it, they used uh, FMV and and stuff like that. Like it was just it was kind of strange, but they haven't they haven't changed the core loop since I th- God, what was the name of that Need for Speed game? It was like the first one on the uh, Xbox One and PS4. It's going to drive me nuts, but they switched to this open world thing to where it's like, you're going to go in this open world and you're going to, you're going to figure out like what you're going to do. And it's just like, I get it. But at the same time, if you don't make the cars fun to drive, then the open world is extremely boring. And that's right. And why is it? It's been literally, God, that's yeah. So we're at 10 years since the Xbox One and PS4 came out, and we're still trying that, <laughs> like, like what are we, what are we doing? I don't, I don't understand. So little has changed. I mean, as you, I wanted to interrupt you uh, during as you read the uh, synopsis of the game, just because if you look at that synopsis again, you start from the bottom and you rise to the top. Uh, you collect cash payments and you're nobody. Now you're a somebody and. That's literally every racing game that's come out in the past 15 years. Right. You just you start as nobody, you're in the underground circuit, you do a bunch of races, everybody knows who you are, and that's it. it I mean, it's even the plot, I think, of the movie, if I'm not uh, mistaken. No, not really, actually. No, no, no. That, no the other one, was, I think, is running around, running cross country, right? It's, yeah, it's... he. <laughs> He wants revenge. Um, oh, I, look, oh, that movie is absolutely stupid, oh, but I will watch that movie once every like six months because A, it's got Michael Keaton in it being absolutely ridiculous. And B, they actually tried with that movie and there's almost like no CG in it. Like they actually did real car stunts and stuff. And as a car person, like that's the stuff that I like when not need for speed, when uh, Fast and Furious like actually tried and didn't rely so much on CG. That's what made those movies awesome. Like, and so I, I appreciate the movie for that reason, but I digress. This isn't about Need for Speed the movie. Although maybe we should do a podcast about Need for Speed the movie. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't hate it. It was just weird. Uh, but that that just goes into like one of the, the many aspects of what makes this game so vanilla feeling at the, at the beginning because the stories presented in a way where uh, stylistically it's it's not the same as other racing games but it's it's in the it's in that vein you know it doesn't really stand out and, and feel like this is a need for speed game 
the most wanted titles had this uh, coat of paint on it, if you will, that looked like a most wanted game. Uh, this just looks like another new racing game on the scene, whereas the gameplay also just like you said, just never really evolved. And I, and I don't really know how you evolve a racing game mechanic. You know, it's if if you like your your quote unquote realistic racers like your Gran Turismo's and your Forzas, then. I mean, they're never going to change. They are, you're just going to race the same old cars, but with some new, probably tweaks to, to an engine and whatnot. But you're doing the same thing for the most part. So my issue with racing games as a whole is just that I don't, I no longer find much of any satisfaction in holding R to go. Yeah, it's, and we had this discussion about Forza uh, a while ago, and I think people are rightfully kind of dismissive of, of when people in the Forza community are like, we want a better campaign. And a lot of people are just like, what do you mean you want a better campaign? It's cars. And it's just like, yeah, but like they did it right at one point. And this is kind of an example of how they did it wrong. And that original Most Wanted with Razor Callahan, it was it was dumb, but its presentation was, it was over the top. And like, there was a villain, there was a couple villains, like there was a cop that hated you and like, the guy stole your car and got to the top with it. And like, it's dumb, but it gives you incentive. Like it keeps you in of like, okay, I have a goal here. And the story of this game is you're two orphans that are trying to like save your, your garage. Like, and then your sister gets mad at you. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I I wish I was making that up, but I'm not (laughs) like, I don't, who cares? I just want to race cars and I want to do them in a way that makes sense to the stupid story. Like it's entirely frustrating, but the the other aspect aspect of that is, and this is the same issue I ran into with grid is that, which is strange because grid used to do it. You know, Codemasters was extremely good at this is all the cars literally feel the same. If every single car that I drive has no difference in handling and how it feels, then what's the point of changing cars other than this one's an a class and this one's an S class and this one goes faster. That's a, that's a key to Forza. Horizon is that if I drive a Mustang as a Mustang owner, it feels like a Mustang. If I drive a Camaro, it feels like a Camaro. Like if I hop in an Aston Martin, it feels like an Aston Martin. So each car is a little bit different to drive. And that's why those, you know, they do different classes of races and they have different manufacturers and things like that. It actually makes a difference. But the thing is that takes time, right? Like that, that takes time and development time to go and do it. And there's literally a slider in this game that is like, do you want your car to be drifting or do you want it to not drift? And like, that's, that is literally the extent of how the cars feel different. And that's just, it's lazy. Like, I don't know how else to say it. It, It's super lazy and it makes every single car feel the same. And so like you said, this, there's, there's no reason to play the game. You don't, you don't gain anything by it. You gain a story, I guess, but I I don't, I don't feel better about the story of, of two orphans and, and I just don't, does anybody care? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to that point, how to the way that story is presented. Um, so as I was playing this in front of my lady friend, she she can she does not play video games at all, uh, but she can watch some. Like she, right now, she's watching uh, me play Final Fantasy every now and then, and she's and it's enjoyable enough for her where she's like, 
because combat's flashy and the story's over the top and it's just it's real wacky anime stuff and she's making fun of me and she's in, she's in, she's enjoying just getting into the cheesiness of it you know although it's supposed to be very very serious um she watches some games and she and she she'll have these comments and and it'll, it'll just kind of ring true to not just this game but almost sometimes even the industry as a whole you know because as i was playing need for speed unbound she's on her phone she's glancing up she's glancing down she's listening in. she's like why does it sound like that <laughs> and, I'm like, and 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 at first i'm thinking like is there is she hearing a buzzing or something is there something the wrong i was like why are they why are they talking like that right it's, it's very freaking unna- annoying it's unnatural it's very like yeah. like like who talks like that? And she had like almost like a little mini rant, like, and, and I'm like, this is the Marvel sort of talking thing that everything does now, and some games do it a lot worse than others. And I think the biggest game of the past uh, the past couple of years was um uh that 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 Saints Row reboot yeah. that people harped on, and then then after that was Forspoken. Um, Need for Speed Unbound is right up there, I think. It's just, I think it's flew under the radar just because it's Need for Speed and no one's playing it and no one cares. But the way the story is presented to you, the way the characters are presented to you, the way, just the way that they talk is unbearable. Like, if there was a slider to turn off conversation, I would do it. And the sad thing is, is like, even if you did that, it, it really wouldn't make a difference because the story isn't really like, there's a couple like cutscenes, I guess you could call them. But for the most part, like there's, there, there's just, there, there's no, it, it, it's like old Grand Theft Auto three to where it's like all the story is told as you're driving to the next place. And so that worked in in the ps2 days but when it comes to a racing game it doesn't make sense like at that point just show me a cutscene and take me to the race because i'm not i'm not getting anything by driving from point to point except for the story that isn't good and honestly like i feel like if i could just go from race to race i would probably be more inclined to probably play it if that makes sense because at the end of the day like while all the cars still feel the same, like burnout had a, had a very similar thing to where like the cars felt mostly the same, but it had this over the top crashing. And, you know, there was a mechanic there that kind of kept you engaged with it. And while this isn't exactly like super engaging, if I could cut out 20 to 30% of the monotony of driving from point to point, I think I would probably be more engaged because we'll talk about the multiplayer here in a minute. And there's some of that in the single player. And I actually enjoyed most of my time with the multiplayer. Like, it's dumb and it has some stuff that's dumb, but at the end of the day, like I was doing what I want to do, which is I want to just kind of have some fun in a car and then do cop chases. And that's, there's so little of that in the campaign. It's quite, quite annoying. So, um, so yeah. And then like the description said, the multiplayer has its own kind of world, which was very strange, but, um, we hopped into the multiplayer and immediately I was like, Oh, so this is Forza Horizon. Like, Yes, like right. you can, you know, exactly. Yeah, you can go to your different points or you can do these group events. And I think at first we were both pretty dismissive, but then we started doing the group event. I'm like, this is dumb. But then the cop chase happened and I was like, okay, like, all right. 
you know what? I'm, I, I'm kind of into this. Like that original car they give you obviously sucks, but we literally made like $45,000 in 20 minutes. And we were rich beyond our wildest dreams. And I, we went and upgraded our cars. And like instantly, like once I had like a better car, we went to this other group event. And I was like, okay, like I like this loop. Like it's it's different enough that we're all kind of like, so you go to this this area and you just do these things. It's just like, hey, you need to get airtime as a group. So go off these ramps and get some airtime. I was like, okay, I can do that. And then the cops show up and it's just like, okay, like now the cops are here. So now you got to try to, to do not quick passes, but uh, near passes. What do they call them? I can't. Uh, near, near misses. misses. Yeah. I think. yeah, near misses, and which never goes well because people are stupid. <laughs> and every time you go for a near miss, you just freaking run straight into each other. Um, and every single time you're going to make the comment like, that was, that was stupid. Why'd you do that? Um, but it's it's got kind of that old, old school Xbox Live vibe of just like, you're just kind of hanging out with friends doing stuff. And... I kind of enjoyed that. I think they're a little long, but it was far more enjoyable than the single player, like exponentially. See, I really enjoyed that. That's when the game clicked for me. That's that's where I saw the fun factor in this game. Uh, when you go online, as you said, it's a different world, different environment. You're no longer bound by that horrible campaign and these terrible characters and this just awful story. It's just you and some buddies racing around. The issue we have, I have is it's one, I think, really big step forward and a bunch of bigger steps backwards because in order to get to these races or these, these events, rather, these group events, it's like you said, like they just essentially emulated and copied the, the Horizon, uh, Forza Horizons overworld. And then on top of that, when you get into, when you finally get to the, the meeting spot, it's just this big sort of uh, dome, highlighted dome. And you're just doing these tricks and these near passes, these these jumps, these getting airs. And it, and it goes on, for, like you said, way too long. Those parts are not fun. The getting to the thing is not fun. Nothing about this is fun for me until that group events over and they say okay you have your money escape from the cops and that's how you keep your money once you do that once you get into the running away from the cops aspect the the fun factor ramps up to a to an 11 for me like that's what i could do all day this game should be almost online only <laughs> and just be a series of smash and grabs uh, go here, do this, get some money, escape the cops with your friends. And cause, cause there's an aspect of this where you can do it with your friends. Like it's almost, I think there's always a difference between playing, uh, online and having two characters next to each other and playing cooperatively. You know, it's hard to do that with a racing game. Like racing games are all cooperative based, but that's just me and you racing in the same race. You're not, we're not really working together per se. Whereas there was a point where the fun fact really ramped up for me where, uh, we, you and I completed, completed an event. We're in our separate ways trying to escape the cops. We're talking about how we have three, four, five cops on us. I ditched my cops, but you're still running away from yours. I banked the money that I already had. And I'm like, screw it. Let me see if I can just go help out Corey over there on the other end of the map. And sure enough, I was able to 
get over there and hit one of the cops. It didn't help you much, but one of the cops got off of you. But still, just that aspect of if we're working together, we can team up against the, the cops in this and help each other out. And it becomes this weird, like you said, this almost this old Xbox Live lobby feel. So there's a fun factor here for sure. And they simply missed it. And I think where it is, where I found it was in there almost by accident because they don't, because uh, I think if they knew that that fun factor was there, that that would be the whole game instead of this weird campaign system and then completely separate online system. And it, and it's what's strange to me is that like what you described is, is kind of a, it, it's aspects of GTA online, right? GTA online is, is the biggest thing that nobody talks about next to Minecraft. It's, it makes an absorbent amount of money. Um, and it's, it's got stuff like this of, yo, take over the world together. And that's, that's where those games strive. And that's why people keep playing them is because those, they just, they have a fun factor that like, if if you have, if you're ever bored, the stuff that you can do in GT online is absolutely bonkers. Like it is absolutely, most people doesn't even know it exists. I'm with you. And I'm, in that the the cop chasing and the fact that we're sort of existing in the same world is sort of the best part of this game. I don't necessarily agree that the the sort of cooperative dome areas are 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 boring. I think they're they're fun enough that it it's going to break up that cop chasing because I think if you just did cop chases the whole time, it, I think it could get a little redundant. Um, but it, well, I mean not not just cop chases, but like the 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 running into an area and running and driving around in circles for 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 forty minutes for half an hour, I think that gets each individual aspect of that near misses get jumps. That's not the boring part. It's to do it four times for four rounds for that long in this small enclosed area. I think that needs to be stretched out a bit. Go to this dome, do this, escape the cops, make it to the next dome, do that. And it's like, keep me on the run, I feel like, and in, in, in between the events. And I and I think I'm having a great time. And what, I think what's funny is that I believe the crew and the crew too are very, is the game we're talking about. I've never played it though. Um, so I'd, I'd be interested to see if they ever, I think one of those is on Game Pass. Maybe we need to check that out. But I digress. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. It. It needs to have the thing is like everything is kind of here, right? It's just they just didn't put it together in a way that makes sense. And Forza Horizon doesn't have a cop chasing aspect, but basically what it has is is kind of similar to what you're talking about is like, hey, we're gonna go on an, a I think they call them um, excursions or something like that, but you're gonna go on an adventure. you're gonna you're gonna go for, from A to B here, but when you get to B, you're gonna do something. And then as a group, you're gonna go to C and then you're gonna do something at C and then you're gonna go to D, you're gonna do something at D. Like it's got this adventure quality to it that's just missing here. And the thing is is that I I still feel like if if they would have focused on that, I don't know if there's enough for a game there, but it's exactly the game that they're going for, right? Like they, they want you to sort of exist in this, in this world. They want you to sort of do things together, but then they don't make it easy to do the stuff together other than saying, here's a highlighted trail. Everybody show up here. And it's just like, well, why should I go here? Like, and then in the world, they have the different speed traps and the drift zones and stuff like that. But it's, 
it's strange because all of those timed events are timed. So if I'm going to the event and then I, I hit a speed trap and I'm like, oh crap, I want to go back and do that speed trap because I didn't get a high enough score. Like I'm essentially taking away from this other event. So it, it's, it's weird that you can't sort of like group up as, as, you know, six people or five people or even two people and just say, Hey, we're going to go do an adventure to where we're going to go. We're going to do, we're going to do the speed trap together, see what we can do. And how is there not speed traps for two people? Like, why is there not like a, a, a group mentality of like, we, as a group, we need to hit this speed trap with a combined 250 miles per hour or a combined, you know, 300, whatever. That's the part that I don't quite understand. And it feels very thrown together in a way that wasn't play tested and wasn't really thought about. It's just like, this is what we've been doing with these games for 10 years now. And they sell enough because people like me are stupid and used to buy them. Like, but even I don't care anymore just because it's just like, I, I know what I'm getting here. And that's, that's the weird part, I guess. Um, it's still not enough for, for me to recommend this by any means. Like, I think, I think we could probably throw it, you know, play it again at least one more time and have some fun with it. But I think after that, it, it would kind of wear off on us. But I'd, I'd be curious to see what happens when you get an even faster car. If, uh, if the cop chases change in any capacity, uh, if they start, th- no, they don't, you, you, you know, they don't probably not. Um, but I would be, I'm interested enough to find out. I also want to see how the game controls. Cause the weirdest thing about this game to me is visually it's clean. Like this is a very clean looking game. Like the, the image quality is great, but it is a ugly freaking game. Like I don't, I can't describe it other than it's just like, it's, it's going for realism but then like in some aspects yeah but like but everything in the world doesn't look real if that makes sense like that's the best way i can describe it it doesn't make any sense but that's all i got and that that's a really strange i, I don't know like it it's it's simultaneously clean and ugly at the same time no I, i'm right there with you like if you said one night Hey, let's jump all out some Need for Speed. I'm not gonna say no to that. Like, like running away, running away from the cops is always in Need for Speed is always going to be, it's going to hit that lizard part of my brain that goes, yeah, that's fun, right? Like, I'll do it. But uh, it's just, it's just, it's just too many other aspects here in the game that aren't good enough for me to recommend. And I, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we're, if we, you know, not say secretly, but like. I have not looked at reviews for this game, anything like that, but I have a feeling we're not alone in this and that the people that are still probably playing these games are the people that want to relive the, you know, the most wanted days of, of like, yo, like when these games were just fun to play, that's when they were the best. Like we don't really care about the open world aspect. We just want to have fun. (laughs) And that's, that's the part that's just, I don't want to say depressing, but like it's annoying that we're still here. And like the weirdest thing about Unbound was, is that they EA kept talking about it last year. Like we got a Need for Speed, we have a Need for Speed game coming out this year. Don't worry, don't worry. We have a Need for, Need for Speed game, and they just didn't talk about it until like two weeks before it came out. And then they unveiled this game, and then they talked about like, you know, marketing in, in this industry is is a total nightmare right now. But it's like they kept talking about visuals, they kept talking about the story, they kept talking about you know, it's got the smoke effect that's all cel shaded and all that. It's like we got you know this visual pop on it, and it's just like. You guys are missing the point. Like, this is not what... I came uh, here for cop chases. And cars. Like, I want to race cars. Right, show me, like... Just, all you have to do is show me a bunch of... Like, 
tell me how you improve the cop chases, how, how, how the cops now have these extra abilities and tactics and better AI. And it's like, that's what I came here for. Like, so I, I, I want to do that, get faster cars and try to get away from them with some friends. And it, 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 need for speed is need for speed. Uh, whatever you call it, unbound must one, whatever you want to call it. The series in which you run away from the cops, the fun factor, the fun loop, if you will, it's so simple. I don't know why they have to complicate it. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. It's, I think, again, it's it's that chasing the trend, right? Like, everything's an open world. Everything's got to be a connected world. And this is, this is that, that focus-tested part to where, unfortunately, it's just not fun. And and what's what's strange, like there's been other games that you know that have tried to be more fun based versus like a, a you know a, a world based. I can't think of the stupid name right now, but like uh, the game is all about crashing and not not destruction derby, but the other one. Um, Burnout. No, but uh, the, oh, I can't think of the name of it. It's gonna go. drive me nuts. Um, that game has some aspects of that are fun, like driving the cars and stuff is fun, but it still has this weird progression in it that sort of slows down the fun, and I don't. Are we just over that that aspect of it? Like I don't I don't really know. But for, for uh Fest, that that's what it was called. Just popped in my head. So But yeah, there you go. Need for Speed Unbound. Unfortunately, I, you know, we had some fun with it, but I I can't recommend it. I really can't. And that's that's a bummer. But I'm assuming you agree. I I completely agree. It's it's just not, it's, it's it's too much other stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the problem. So. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. On the docket, we have uh, the Big Con. We also have why am I? And I cannot think today. Uh, Ravenlock, and we have the game we're going to be talking about next, uh, Space Lines from the Far Out. So those will be coming out in some kind of order. Some new games have hit that I do want to play. I do want to check out Arcade Paradise uh, and Exo Primal. It was actually a day one Game Pass game from Capcom, and that looks interesting. I mean, I will pretty much play anything Capcom puts out at this point just to check it out. Uh, that's no Cap, uh, Cap. Capcom is reaching Cap God status. Almost, again. I, like, I think people are getting a little too like, eager. With they're getting up, they're, yeah. they're getting there. Now. If Exo Primal like, not there yet, Exo Primal is as fun as it looks and as stupid as it looks. I think we might be there. We might be there. But I also I need a DMC six. Like, what you doing, Capcom? Like, DMC five was. That game, that game is underrated, man. That game is so freaking good. I cannot. I don't think it was underrated. I think it was underplayed. <laughs> it was the highest selling one. It it just oh, it was, was it? yeah. Oh, but it, what's strange is like it doesn't get enough talk, in my opinion, of just like this from a gameplay aspect. That game, I don't know how they could do it better. I genuinely do not know how they could do it better. And I'm excited to see how, from a story aspect and like a a level design aspect, I think four has it beat. But from a pure gameplay aesthetic, that game is freaking perfect almost. Like, I again, I, it's just, I played it, I played that game probably three or four times now. And every time I play it, I'm just like, God, this game is good. Like, holy crap, is this game good. So, but all right, that's going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We'll see you next time with Space Lines from the Far Out. Good day, sirs.